1: aka responsible, proper social distance shit talking from spare bedrooms across Exurban Atlanta. Welcome to the Godless Heathens podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Don. I'm
0: Jeff, and I'm Jerry. This is a podcast by atheists that talks about a lot of things, not just atheism. We will challenge your assumptions and ours too. Definitely not here to preach to the atheist choir but to critique, ridicule, and poke fun at anyone, especially
2: ourselves. So join us as we examine the crossroads of politics and religion from the secular perspective. And remember, don't believe everything you hear in this podcast, or anywhere else for that matter, until you've independently verified it for yourself. In other words, duck, duck, go that shit. Episode 96.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And... Hold on to your hats. There's another church out there that we're thinking about <laughs> attending. But a real church, not like a stealth mission to see what goes on behind the scenes. So is this really an atheist podcast? Will we will never be on Zach's show again because we're not atheist <laughs> podcasters anymore? I don't know. I mean, how many church trips would knock us out? Hmm. Good question. Probably not just one.
2: Well, And I want to know why the Catholic Church is picking on President Biden. He's very Catholic. <laughs> yeah, so they're one of his own.
1: And just like last episode, everybody's still talking about critical race theory, so I guess we will too.
0: <sighs> and on that note, I am drinking, and this <laughs> does not reflect my mood. Uh-oh. Peach Melba Sour a la Mood. Mm. It is a Berliner Weiss brewed with peach, raspberry, red currant, and cinnamon. Ooh. And it is by Untitled Art. They get In, good stuff. Wanake, Wisconsin. I think that's how you pronounce it. It is yep. a 6.5, and it's great. I would just like to point out that last episode, you said that
1: you were going to drink wine this episode. Oh. And not only did you lie to me, but most importantly, you lied to the listeners. And if you can't trust your
0: podcast host, I mean, who can you trust? Hmm. You know, I would call this a venial sin. Or is it venial or venal? I have no clue what you're talking. I'm, I was never that Catholic. I didn't go to Catholic school. The lower end of sin. Not a mortal sin. But this is a sin of forgetfulness. Okay. Wait, what'd you call it?
2: A Vinny what? A vinyl sin? Is it venal or venial? Come I, on. No I, no idea what I, you guys are talking about. It's
0: not a y'all. It's a he. He's talking about it. I, it's, <laughs> do you guys not know what a mortal sin is?
1: I know what a mortal sin is, but I've never heard of the name attributed to the less than mortal version of the sin.
2: See, I thought a sin was a sin was a sin. I didn't know you guys in the Catholic, you guys, you're no longer in it, but Catholics have like layers of sins.
0: This is why you come to this podcast, full service, educational. <laughs> and I was right the first time. It's venial.
2: venial. A venial, venial
0: sin venial. is a lesser sin that does not result in a complete separation from God and eternal damnation in hell. As an unrepented mortal sin would. So it's one that God will let slide. Uh, He'll turn his back on you.
2: He'll give you his backside for a while.
0: I don't like that you did that, but I'm going to let it slide. It's a demerit. You could do a million venial sins. They don't accumulate. They don't? No. Really? It does not result in a complete separation from God. And for bonus, eternal damnation in hell as an unrepented mortal sin would. So, like one unrepented mortal sin? Hell. That's like your ace in the hole. Can't beat it. That's f- hell
1: first class. Yeah. No waiting. Express. Yep.
2: But did you have to confess these, uh, what'd you call them? V- venerable? Venial? Venial sin. Did you have to confess those to the priest? That's all I confessed. Because it's still a sin.
1: I never told him, "Hey, Father, I killed somebody." I mean, they were all, you know, fighting with my brother. Who didn't do my homework.
0: Right? Shit that God would let slide anyway. After a while, the vessel for you to unload all your venial <laughs> sins. Don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> all you had to do is do a probably three, four venial sins, and you will be cut off with a mm-hmm. admonishment to listen to your parents, say some prayers. Let that not happen again. Yeah, okay? I don't so want to hear your
2: shit again. Yeah. Perform an act of contrition. Forgot about that. What does that mean?
0: You have to
1: do something to show that you are
2: truly sorry. You feel bad Correct. about
0: the fact that you did something wrong. Yes. So, look, an apology is yeah. hey, sorry, mom. I mean, oops, my right. bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> then you're contrite. That that checks out. Yeah, box. Right. All right.
0: But if you yeah, even if you man. don't. They don't accumulate. They're like points on your license. They fall <laughs> off
2: after a certain amount of time. But they're going in the book, though. They're going in the permanent record. No,
0: no. I, I, no? It sounds like only mortal sins go in the book, because otherwise the book gonna be way too big, unwieldy. Okay, so this goes on a thumb drive that gets pulled out. It doesn't even get recorded, <laughs> Jeff. There's no thumb drive for it. There's no reason to keep it. It's like, what is it, Snapchat? The one that yes. disappears? Oh, out? Yeah, Snapchat. Sins. Instantly. <laughs> it's like the Snapchat oh, of no, sin.
2: Now, it, now it's clear. I get <laughs> it now. So
0: it, that's a great 2021 analogy. Like sin as a hard drive. And yeah. venial sins... It's a Snapchat. ...don't take up any space. No. But you have, you have forgotten more about religion than I know. And you did not know the difference. Or that they were. So they never... That was never taught in any...
2: Church you went to, and you've gone to a few. I didn't go to the Catholic church. How would I know about your stuff? You wouldn't stoop that low. No, no. <laughs> you right, right. What, do you, what do you think I am? Some
0: type of Roman Catholic,
2: Papist? So the churches I went to is like a sin was a sin was a sin. They were all on the same level.
0: Jeff, honestly,
2: feels a little unsophisticated.
1: Yeah, telling a white lie. Yeah, genocide.
2: <laughs> hey. It yeah. these the them all the same. It's yeah. It's, it's a mark against you.
0: So I did not know because my religious upbringing obviously was almost exclusively Catholic. I didn't know that that was not a tenet of other forms of Christianity. Like that was
1: not even Episcopal's. So you you thought they were they were so right on this
2: one that everybody was on board.
0: Well, they're right about everything.
2: Where did Jesus say these sins over here? I'm gonna look the other way. Yeah. <laughs> and these sins, these are these are bad. You know, it's not in the Bible. This is all just uh, bullshit the Catholic Church came up with. Didn't
1: Dante's Inferno have different layers of hell? And depending upon the sin that you went to hell for, you had a different
2: Again, punishment? made-up shit. Not in the Bible.
1: As opposed to the made-up shit that's in the Bible. There's that. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the second person drinking? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, okay, so I'm drinking, uh, it's called Hypnotize Biggie. What? Hypnotize what? Biggie. B-I-G-G-I, like Notorious Biggie, I guess. So anyway, this is a <laughs> bourbon barrel aged imperial stout aged in Maker's Mark private select barrels. Nice. Made by Contrast Artesian Ales and I'm trying to remember. Norcross, Georgia. Norcross, yeah, okay, yep. Been there, it's a real small place. Pretty good stuff, though. Sounds good. It is good. Hmm.
0: Maybe Don drank wine like he was supposed to.
1: I did have wine. Actually, it's one that's new to me. Have you seen Apothic Pinot Noir? No. It's a 2019 bottle of Pinot Noir Apothic. Now, I don't know if that meant that the grapes were grown in 2019 and it's bought... I don't know, you know, that whole process or if it's been for sale for two years now and I'm just now discovering it, but... Picked it up today and, and really enjoyed it. It's got a really good uh, aftertaste. I don't. What, I, that's not the proper term. What's finish. The, um, finish. 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 That's the yes.
2: There's a no Lovely the...
1: bouquet of a finish. <laughs>
2: yeah. After aftertaste doesn't sound good.
1: Aftertaste is what a diet soda has. Finish True. is what a wine has.
0: My bad. True. So yeah. It has a very very nice and fruity finish. <clears throat> and so. please do us a solid and give this podcast with its terrific beer mentions. And rabbit holes, a five-star rating? It would do us a huge favor. Or argue with us on Twitter at Godless Podcast. That's not just what Twitter's
1: for, is arguing. You you can
0: build a bridge on Twitter. (laughs) And then you can burn it down, too. (laughs) Speaking of that, private Facebook group. (laughs) Burn it to the ground with your hot takes. Email us at godlessheathens at yahoo.com. And we have a Patreon, but instead use that money to try and unseat a Republican.
1: Actually, I need to take us on another slight little rabbit hole. You'll get a kick out of this, Jerry. The Godless Heathens podcast discussion group on Facebook has been notified by Facebook that due to some of the, I'm going to go with seedy nature of some of the members of the group. Mm. Uh, being that they are members of other groups that have had to have been shut down. All posts for the next month have to be approved before they appear. Come on. Approved by who? By the moderator. By me. Yeah. All posts? You got kicked off Facebook, so you were you are an admin Ruffian. You know, now. So, <laughs> and Jerry's given up on, on so everybody's got a cross to bear. M- mine's the Facebook page. Should I get
0: back on Facebook just to troll Jeff? Yeah, yeah, do it.
1: <laughs> Actually, our honorary heathen Ashley, who who hasn't been on the show in a while, but need to get her back on. Ha- sh- she is an admin on there as well too, uh, and so she has been help- helping with that. But yeah, every Dang. single post for about the next month. Has to be
0: approved. That's bullshit. By one of us. So this wasn't anything that was actually done by somebody on that group. This is classic guilt by association. Yep. Guilt by association of association. It's
1: like somebody in this group was in a group. They didn't necessarily do anything, but somebody in that group did something, and that group got shut
2: down. So is that like a venereal sin? So. <laughs>
0: No, Jeff, that's what you did in your first apartment with the thin walls and the, and the roommate sitting right outside the door. I digress. We got tagged by like three degrees of separation.
1: You remember that I mentioned a while back that somehow I joined a Facebook group that's only made up of administrators from Facebook atheist groups? Super meta. <laughs> <laughs> there was talk in that group about Facebook shutting down atheist Facebook completely shutting them down and I'm like y'all are paranoid you're full of shit couldn't happen here they came for the fuck religion page and nobody said that's anything. right <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's where we are. You know, I thought you might get a kick out of that. Dang. So you're like one step away from being shut down then.
1: We're up to, I think we got 2,600, 2,700 members in the group. Now, if they would all, I don't know, maybe download an episode once a week. <laughs> or, <you> yeah. Know, <laughs> we might be able to get some advertising rolling in. But be that as it may, that's I mean, a pretty good sized group. But, yeah, it could be
2: shut down because. Somebody joined a group. That was in part of another group, that was part of another group. But you never know what the
1: algorithm's going to catch. I mean, yeah. it kicked you off Facebook. It it right ring watch off of right YouTube. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: As the admin, I don't know what to approve and what not to approve because yeah. any one of them could be the post
0: that right. shuts by it all down. Association of association of association.
2: Yeah, yeah. what's the secret word they're looking for? That's going to. Shut the thing down.
0: So don't question the algorithm. The Google gods. (laughs) So I think we have established our atheist bona fides.
1: (laughs) And just like the proverbial bridge on Twitter, we're going to burn them to the ground because apparently
0: there's a new church that we're interested in joining. The Church of Universal Suffrage. It is an international, officially registered, non-profit religious institution that holds regular weekly Sunday service and meditation on the nature of voter suppression. We also observe every voting day in the United States to be an official official holiday and reserved the celebration of our inalienable right to vote endowed to us by our creator along with life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And it even has tenets. So it is a serious church Based upon the right to vote. Yes. One of their tenets
1: is that they assist others in their sacred sacrament of voting. If somebody's standing in line, it's part of their religion to help that person by, like, giving them a bottle of water or something like that.
2: Absolutely. You were thirsty and you gave me water. Voting is sacred. I like this church.
0: So the act of voter suppression is a sin. And Jeff, not a venial sin. (laughs) A mortal (laughs) sin. Ooh. And just for the record, I found out about this on the greatest news source known to America (laughs) in
2: 2021. (laughs) TikTok. 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 Oh, yeah. Jerry and the TikToks. It wasn't an official TikTok.
0: It was a guy basically standing in front of a cheesy green screen with their website behind them, talking about basically breaking down the church and really doing a good job of explaining it, which I I broke my my rule and I I sent everybody a TikTok. Got to be very careful about those. That was worth it. If you ever wavered on whether you should have sent that TikTok or not, that's the one you should send. Definitely (laughs) definitely send those. (laughs) They are going to be involved in the... March and Washington yep. in, in August. Oh, very cool. So I think, Don, you said it was the TST? Yeah, the Satanic Temple has done the same thing with... Basically, they've
1: made abortion a a religious rite. It's like a sacrament.
0: It is a sacrament. It's not like one.
1: It is a sacrament. It is. A, it is. It, that is exactly what yep. it is. It is a sacrament. And as a strongly held personal
0: religious belief... The government cannot infringe upon that. They have a list on their website, which we will put in the show notes, but oh, it's sure. yeah. org. But they have a page on their website just for holidays. And it just happens to be a lot of elections. Those are the
2: high holy days.
0: Well, yep. the Senate runoff election on January 5th here in Georgia was a holiday of the Universal Suffrage Church. So this church has been around for a bit. Oh. Huh. And who knew? I, I, You know what? Obviously, I should have gone on TikTok earlier.
1: Like a very wise man said at the end of a, a certain TikTok video, don't hate the player, hate the game. So it, this is exactly what, what the Satanic Temple has always been so good at, is they don't show up and point a finger and go, you can't do that. They go, Oh, you can do that. Let's do We're that. We're gonna do that okay. too. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody's all about religious freedom until the
0: Satanists show up, you know. And then, and then it's like, oh, well, we need to rethink this. Well, that was like in the '60s. Everybody was for gun rights until the Black Panthers started. Yeah, the Black Panthers showed up yep. in
1: Sacramento yeah. with, with a bunch of you know rifles, and it was like, wait, well, hey, we got to rethink this. If if you want to have a religious after school program, fine. We'll have a satanic after school program because. It's got to be open to everybody. And as soon as they're willing to do that, they shut down the the, the other one. So it's same thing. Show up to your city council and and, and want to say a prayer. Well, they stop having re, you know, religious leaders doing prayers. So it's
0: playing the game on their rules. And that's what I really like about what they're doing. I totally agree with you. The problem is lately that there's one party that wants to change all the rules when things like this happen, like the Supreme Court ruling that was on the day of taping that basically didn't do a lot of good things for voting. Nope. It's fine to suppress a vote. It might be fine to suppress the Satanic Temple and the Church of Universal Suffrage because they're not real religions, air quotes.
1: Uh, There was an actual ruling in, I think it was Nebraska, where, and we've talked about this, it's been a while, probably a good year or two ago, where a prisoner was wanting certain accommodations due to his religion, and his religion was Postafarianism, flying spaghetti monster. And the judge ruled that that, that is not a real religion. And, and it's something, I forget exactly how it was worded, but basically it said that there's nothing true about this religion. And I'm like, well, what do you know? Exactly. That's the bar no. we're going to use. Yeah. Then that's the bar we're going to use. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So be careful where you throw, you right. know, where, you, where this ruling lands. Right. But I, I remember reading that, again, don't come to this podcast for legal takes. <laughs> but I, I remember when that came out, thinking that's not a good precedent to say that only religions that
0: can prove that their tenets are true are true religions. They did it in the opposite scenario for the guy that, who was allegedly like the shaman. The Q shaman? Yeah from January 6th, he requested a special diet because he was... Yeah,
1: he had dietary restrictions. Yeah, because oh, he right, was a right, shaman, right.
0: because it was his religion. Did they grant him that, or did they deny him that? I think originally they accommodated, right? Yeah, I think originally they did too, and I don't know if they kept with it, but it wasn't an immediate ha-ha-ha, not a real church. Right, right. So Jeff, in addition to uh, churches we would join... You, of all people, wanted to talk about the Catholic Church, which was quite a milestone, because that's
2: usually me and Don's territory. Well, and I kind of figured you guys would have some insight to the Catholic Church, so that's that's why I thought it would be an interesting topic to bring up. Let me tell you what a venial sin is. Never heard of this before. <laughs> so, welcome to This Week in Catholicism. <laughs> <laughs> and now we know the rest of the story. So, what was it that triggered you about that? Well, so this... Goes back to a podcast on one of our favorite podcasts, the Straight White American Jesus podcast. Friend of the show. Friend of the Friend Guest, the guest, show. guest yeah. of the pod. And where they did an interview, and I'm drawing a blank on the woman's name right now, but anyway.
0: She was a religion professor, I believe, at Georgetown. Yeah. And a Catholic. Yeah. And a Catholic, yeah. And attends the same church as Joe Biden. Uh, correct. Dr. Annie Selak, or Selick, the Associate yeah, Director so, yeah. of the Women's Center at Georgetown University. She is an ecclesiologist whose work focuses on power relations within the Catholic Church, which, honestly, kind of fascinating. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting podcast. So we definitely would put that in a recommendation also or the links to yep. to listen to. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was kind of a fascinating podcast. Uh, story about how these bishops are getting together to try to take away the right for biden to have communion
1: yeah give a little backstory the the was it the council of american bishops
0: conference conference a a, a A zoom 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 meeting meeting. Yeah, yeah this is hilarious right yeah Uh, you can you can guarantee it would be it was a long meeting the nature of it being a zoom meeting everybody left feeling
1: like they weren't heard Probably.
2: Well, especially if you had like a ton of them on there. I don't know how many people were actually part of this. But this was supposed to be like a pre-meeting to an in-person meeting. They're having this later this year, sometime in the fall.
1: To set the agenda for the future meeting. But
2: they went further than just setting the agenda. They kind of made a decision that Biden shouldn't take communion.
1: Seems kind of random. Yeah, well, I mean, these, these... These bishops, they have a long history of denying political figures communion for for various
0: infractions, oh, right? I know you have that list handy. I can't wait to hear it.
1: Yeah. Um. Let's see. The first time they did that was, wait, hold on a second. Appears to be blank. Like, yeah, this is the first time. Like forever. Yeah, it is the
2: first time they yep.
1: did that. Yep. One of the, the biggest correlations that I've seen made, a, a number of people have made this point, is that Bob Barr, Catholic. Oh, he is. Pro-death. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yep. They didn't really have a problem with the last administration and Catholics in the last administration kind of doing off-brand Catholic things.
2: Yeah, and kids in cages, they were cool with that. But specifically, the Catholic Church is against the death penalty.
1: Bob Barr, historically not against the death penalty. But this is the topic that the Catholic Church decided to make an issue with Joe Biden, was that although Joe Biden personally... I don't, I don't know what Joe Biden's personal feelings about abortion Why are. Why does it matter? It doesn't. But It does to so the church, apparently. His political thoughts about it are more
0: important. So are you getting nicked because you're actually religious and serious about it and talk about your faith a lot as opposed to, let's say, a completely amoral, Sociopath who basically doesn't know Bible chapters. They didn't make any big announcements about the past president because they knew he was completely amoral and not religious. The guy who's actually religious, who had the most Catholic or religious. Second most religious
1: inauguration
2: ever. Oh, was it
0: second? Oh, I thought it was a top. Eisenhower. Eisenhower B.
2: Oh, okay. No, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah.
0: But they're going to rail on this guy. But not the previous guy that called a book Tim Two.
2: <laughs> Tim Two. <laughs> he did. That's the quote. Two Corinthians. Or is it Two there, Tim? It was Two Corinthians. Yeah, it wasn't a Tim. It was a Corinthians. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Oh so. yeah. Oh hold on, hold
1: on. Before you before you live duck duck. I'm go, gonna. Let's wager. Uh, yeah, I know Two Corinthians. Next time we get together, you owe each of us a beer. Wait, I didn't bet. It's Corinthians. It's Corinthians. I, I'm
0: pretty sure he said a-
2: and, two, but and they make fine it's leather. A one, a, they a, it's, make it's, fine we're
1: leather. Put one beer bet on this. One beer bet. Go ahead. The people at home already know you've lost, but go ahead.
0: Okay. Go ahead. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the point being <laughs> that they're going after him. The ridiculousness of it is they're going after the most religious and only second. Catholic uh president ever. I mean, come on. So,
2: yeah, how many people are involved in I never got really a feel for like how many bishops were part of that Zoom meeting. It was cardinals, cardinals wasn't yeah, it? Wasn't
1: bishops, it was oh, cardinals. Cardinal. Yeah. oh,
2: that's right, cardinals, right. Yeah. yeah but, I always forget the levels. Yeah, they're the
1: And that's high. Yeah. Yeah. That's high. That's high level. They can do more than move
2: diagonally. <laughs> <laughs> Because I remember, I remember them talking about he was the bishop, archbishop in Atlanta, the first black archbishop, and they promoted him to Washington, D.C., so he would be in charge of the diocese, or whatever they call it, there. Mm-hmm. So if, if Biden went to get the Eucharist, he'd be the guy.
1: I'm sure the cardinal isn't passing
0: out Eucharist on Sundays.
2: The cardinal's right, yeah. That's Man, the so Eucharist the higher God. you get in the
0: Catholic Church, the less Catholic stuff you got to yeah, do? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, in fact, I was surprised, you know, where they mentioned that this is usually lay people doing the Eucharist. I didn't know that. I thought that was usually the the priest had to do all that. But I guess if you have a big church.
1: Statistically speaking, from going going to Catholic church, if you went to a Catholic church service, or like I did growing up, there was one priest— That gave the service along with one or two altar boys that that assisted him. I was one of them. Along with that, lay people in the church would help give out the Eucharist. Like the priest would be in the middle aisle and you'd have the two side aisles would have Bob and and Sue or whatever. You know, we're we're doing it as well. So just statistically speaking, there was more lay people than priest per church service doing it. And that's a position of honor. Yeah.
0: My aunt did it. Wow.
1: Very Catholic. If you went to the Catholic cathedral in downtown Atlanta on Sunday and got communion, the, the Archbishop of Atlanta isn't the one, the body of Christ, you know, giving it to him. Right, me?
0: right, it, right. It's right. one of the he priests, or one be, of the lay But if he's at Mass, yeah.
2: they're going to have 10 other people there. Yeah. Because it'd be a big Mass, everybody would be showing up. But and I mean, so it is. So it kind of sounded like the individual church can still kind of do their own thing? Did I understand that right? I was surprised at that because it doesn't sound very catholic. That the
1: local church can decide whether to give a parishioner or not? Well, the or Eucharist? the
2: local bishop. Yeah, the a local, local bi- like the oh, head.
0: The local bishop over the diocese can decide. And it it could be a cardinal, up to yeah. a cardinal, right? So in DC, that's a pretty big one. It might even be the guy that used to be in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. That's and, what I'm talking about. Yeah, and and he basically
2: said, "Come on in." Yeah, table uh, is open or something like that. Yeah. yeah,
0: but for somebody that's supposedly so Catholic, where does he go to church? Who?
2: Who Biden? Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. It was. <laughs> we haven't seen him. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, she she he... said that
1: she was a parishioner of the same church that he attends, but she has never seen him there. But a church that size, that's not unusual, though. Especially the, the further north you go, the the further Catholic it gets. Right. The further south you go, the more Baptist it gets. In, in D.C., it's going to be a Non-denominational, lot Non-denominational, more... Don. What's that? Non-denominational, yeah. Don. <laughs> Just follow <laughs> the Bible. It's a Christian church. But yeah, D.C. is going to be per capita, more Catholic than I would think Atlanta would be. For sure. Yeah. I think so. The main church there in D.C., the the main church of the diocese, is going to have a much higher or, or much larger group size than than the one here in Atlanta. So being a member of that church and not seeing the president attend church is probably not unusual. They probably have a number of services.
2: But the other interesting thing that, that was brought out in that that podcast was— there's likely you know in dc there's going to be a lot of people that are in government you know On either both senators sides. or representatives or whatever that are catholic mm-hmm. so does this suppose ruling is it gonna affect them? So they cannot get the wafer and uh...
1: Is it just for elected officials or what about somebody that's on their staff? Like if I have if, if you know, if I was a, a representative and I, I'm a good, you know, Southern Baptist being from Georgia and all, but one of my staffers is Catholic, can he Well I mean ask me for a that,
2: friend. I mean that was kind of the interesting thing too, was okay, so Biden presumably never had an abortion. So as far as a practicing Catholic violating the abortion rules, Biden is personally not going to cross that line. So just because he has a a more broad stance politically, but but not personally, though. I mean, so why isn't there a separation for the Catholic Church there? Why are they even talking about it? I mean, (laughs) why are they choosing
0: somebody who already some large percentage of the country likes and some lesser percentage of the country hates. What good is it? Why jump in to basically, hey, you know what? You're not going to fight the culture wars without us. We're going after them too. It's like every president has
1: been Catholic on down the line, every single one. So it's it's not like a big deal if they just throw away one. No, no, I'm sorry. This is only the second one they've ever had. And it was a big damn deal when the first one came around. It was like, will that person be you know, loyal to the constitution or will he be loyal to the pope was what a lot of people right. were asking about Kennedy when he ran this is only the second catholic president that we've ever had is now the time for the catholic church to go you know what exclusion is the way that we should go this is the yeah. route that we should take you know <laughs> let's let, no no don't open
0: the doors close the doors and bolt them yes please bolt the doors closed so uh, obviously i was not alive during the kennedy administration but if you trans Ported that vibe to now, where there was actually a question that a Catholic person would be more loyal to Rome. How big of a shitstorm would that be? And Catholics would just be outraged. Weren't they outraged even then? They were then, I'm sure. But there was no talk about Biden's Catholicism.
1: It was just an afterthought in this last election. Romney ran a few years ago as a Republican, and, and he's a Mormon, and that wasn't that huge of an issue. It wasn't as big as an issue as you would think it would have been.
2: It was for a little bit, but then it died down yeah. really quick. Yeah, Once once the evangelicals came on board and said, well, you know, at least he's a Christian, quote-unquote. They never fully bought into that, but... But there are definite guardrails around that coverage. I know
0: there were, I think, a couple of kind of snippy magic underwear questions and those were you can talk about
2: somebody's Hey Abby (laughs) (laughs) Abby doesn't want to talk about the magic underwear either. Abby, not a fan of the Catholic Church. No, Mormonism. I think she's anti-Mormon. I think that's what it was.
0: She's as white as it gets.
2: Those are her people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you couldn't talk. You couldn't ask. And right, by right. the way, I think I would want to know. Otherwise, like regular underwear, I don't care. Special underwear There's because of there. your religion. Anything you do, kind of outside of the norm, the norm because of your religion.
2: I want to know. Right, and that's why I did a deep dive on Mormonism because the the media wasn't asking those kind of questions. It's like uh, the media, the media, the mainstream media. Um, so yeah, I mean that's where you kind of find out the true story, and that's what kind of freaked me out even more is like he really believes in this shit. Which that was oh kind God. of a step in your deconstruction, wasn't it, Jeff? The whole it was. looking was, into Mormonism that was, and that was like the the final um, what's what's that game where you pull out the pieces and it all the Jenga, Jenga. Yeah, it was like the final Jenga piece that took everything down but yeah so that stuff was kind of off limits for asking the questions and I wanted to know so but yeah they, they weren't when Biden was running there was no hard questions as far as well how can you be a Catholic and be okay with abortion or maybe I missed some of that but it didn't seem to be like the huge story
1: what was it that Pence said he's a, he's a Christian first and, a, and an oh, American yeah. second and a Republican third or something like that? What would it be if Biden said that? I'm a Catholic first. Right. I'm a Democrat second and
0: American third. Mm-hmm. How often would they be running that clip on Fox News? Well, you've got the most popular guy on Fox News insulting a four-star general for multiple days and nothing. That outrage... It's not selective. It's completely broad-brushed. You're on our team, no problem. You're not on our team, you're the enemy. No matter who you are, you're the enemy. Apparently, because this is the the back the blue, the all about the military. Yeah, and you know what? Get rid of that guy, Colin Kaepernick. Who does he think he Mm -hmm. is? You you hear these analogies or see him like on social media, but Colin Kaepernick says that they'd burn down a city. They'd be so pissed off, but. Fox gets away with it,
2: to our detriment. Why they're doing it now, and to what end. Because the Catholic Church has been anti-abortion forever. And if, if you remember, you know, when the uh, religious right wanted to gain power, the Baptist Church and all that was, they weren't pro-abortion, but I mean, they were, that was not a topic. They weren't anti-abortion. And so They saw an opportunity with becoming anti-abortion to gain power. So they kind of paired up with the Catholic Church. So is this kind of the pairing up again, you know, with white Christian nationalism? Ding. Ding. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying is that's kind of the defining moment. So Biden is anti-American because he's anti-abortion. Well, the Catholic Church isn't going to say that. No, but these guys are.
0: (laughs) Right. But I don't see that wing marrying up with the Catholicism as a whole. I don't see that. Wait, I don't what, see wait. Catholicism wanting to be partners really with anybody, but not with them.
2: I don't. With I don't think that them being evangelicals or them being these uh, cardinals. The this, this conference. The,
0: your your white Christian nationalist group. To gain
2: power. I don't see Catholics cozying up to them. Well, I don't know. They would probably name it by name. There's a wing of the Catholic Church, apparently, the conservative end, that does seem to kind of align with all those boxes, ticking them all off. For sure. But that's not who the Pope is. No, but that's what's got me kind of confused. And this kind of reminds me of when we were talking about the Southern Baptist Convention, about they elected the guy that's quote-unquote moderate. Moderate. But what the hell kind of power does he have over the individual churches? Basically none. And this seems going to be kind of like a very similar thing, is, is these guys all got together to make a statement, but it doesn't seem like it's, it can really has any teeth in it to play out, certainly not with the Vatican, but also not in the local diocese. So it just seems more like a political move more than anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Totally.
2: But what's that do for the church? Right, right, exactly. To what end... Other than I can see where there's going to be a lot of, especially younger Catholics, um, they're going to go, well, this this is not the Catholic church that I grew up in or came to believe in and all that kind of thing. Like, like AOC, you know, I, I think they, they mentioned on the podcast. So she would also not get communion that if this thing went through.
0: So I should know this, but I don't. How Catholic is AOC?
2: Good question.
0: I don't remember hearing her... Talk about being Catholic, ever?
1: You mean she doesn't wear her religion on her sleeve like a politician should?
2: <laughs> I am going to say a lot of progressives. That's serious, why I like her. Yeah, don't right, because you know they believe in that separation of of church and state. So
1: nobody elected her because she made her communion. It had nothing to do with it. Where. It's part of the package when you run on the other side. There's certain boxes you have
0: to check. I don't see how it benefits the Catholic Church at all.
1: I can be cynical and say, you know, like, hypothetically, if, say, in another country, maybe an adjoining country, there was a horrible story going on about the Catholic Church in the news, it'd be better for them to have this story in the news in America than that story.
0: Hmm. I Think that gives the Catholic Church a bad name? <laughs> credit for like Dotard that he they're playing four-dimensional chess. <laughs> they're not exactly nimble. So once that came out, it wouldn't be like the Catholic College of Cardinals snaps into action. Hey, let's get on Zoom and let's talk about this. We'll be done in two hours. Right. Everybody orders no, Dad, and, we'll, we'll
2: and nobody, done. nobody stand up. Stay seated. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. Why do you think the story of the indigenous kids in schools in Canada have gotten more traction here? I don't know.
1: It's not like there's not a lot going on. I mean, there's a a, a building collapsed in Miami. Bill Cosby is free. Donald Rumsfeld died. I mean, there's a lot of shit going on. And it is adjacent in Canada. But if we had found out that the Mormon church had... A Thousand Graves of Children in Utah. Oh, there's
2: there's a massacre the, okay, but in their history. If yes. we were
1: finding that out now, it would be huge news. I don't understand why this story in Canada is not... I'm sure it is there,
0: but it's not here. There's a, a native in charge of... It's not called the Bureau of Indian Affairs anymore, is it? Here in America? Yeah.
1: I hope no. I, I I hope they've changed the name of that. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I don't know. I would think you would have
0: indigenous peoples in in, in the title by now. She is a native, Mm -hmm. and she said that she wants to investigate similar things here in the United States. They absolutely, they should.
1: I don't think that imaginary
0: line had a lot of sway. Uh, No. And were the Mormons organized enough to have schools similar to Catholic schools? Oh, no,
2: they weren't, they weren't like a mission operation quite like the... uh, Catholic Church was back in the day. Well,
0: wasn't that long ago, though. No. When's the last one closed? Like, like in the 90s?
1: I mean, the one that they're finding no. the chil- the, these children at now was, was closed in the 70s.
2: In the 70s, 70s, 70s. yeah.
1: And one of them, and this is horrible, the building, it's been converted. You want to guess what it's been converted to? Golf course and casino. Jeez.
0: I don't think that, as a society, we are handling historical reckoning very well and coming up a lot like the bills there are a lot of receipts (laughs) bills are coming due and obviously a lot of change then and a lot of the people here don't have any connection to it Mm -hmm. but the bills coming regardless i don't think that's a good sign for societal harmony either no because how many more of these types of stories do we have to reckon with Mm. By the way, probably poorly. Yeah.
1: Already there's been a number of Catholic churches in Canada that have been burned. For real. Yeah, retaliations to this. Arson has happened.
2: What's kind of interesting in in kind of a historical framework is just recently we had the, uh, what was it, the 100th anniversary of the Tulsa massacre, and how many people had never heard of that you know so how was that kind of purged from history
1: if it wasn't for what was the hbo show Watchmen, the watchman if it wasn't for the Watchmen, i had never heard of it that was what two years ago that came out
0: so 98 years i had never heard of a tulsa massacre before history didn't just scrub it the present scrubbed it yeah it was covered not as what it was but that it was put down the insurrection. It went down in history
1: as a riot, meaning that some people got out of hand
0: and order had to be restored.
2: Correct. Right. Revisionist history. Right.
0: Well, well it, no, no. It was revisionist reporting. Yeah. Like it was a lie at the time. Right. So, you know, it wasn't just a historic. It's a historical lie. But they lied about it then. In the Kinda press. Like right. they're lying about it now. Yeah. Well, the press the government, the everybody. I I don't think there were calls for congressional investigations after Tulsa. It was, took care of that. And that was the story. And I mean, I didn't know about it until
2: late in life either. So that's what I'm kind of saying. So this tragedy in British Columbia, they must have known in the news or in history for some time, that's what the Catholics were doing as far as running these Schools or whatever they called them, for you know, and trying to brainwash these indigenous children, so, you know, so that was going on, and it was out in the open. It wasn't; it was buried in history apparently until these discoveries. Literally. So, yeah, how many more of these kind of stories are are we going to to find out about?
0: If it happens here, that's it's not going to be good.
2: Well, and especially now that there's a lot of the uh, Republican governors that are rewriting their laws. So it's gotta be patriotic history. In other words, you know, white history that we can't talk about race. You know, critical race theory, we're going back in some of these states to where they're going to whitewash history again. So another generation isn't going to know. Jeff, Jeff,
0: Jeff. Yes, yes. We are gonna tell people the real history. They're gonna be taught the real history, the proud history, the Patriots. Their, their ancestors, their ancestors were God-fearing Americans that built this country. Christians, evangelical not, Christians, right. They are not going to be slagged as racist, slave holding. They're not going to do that. And what's more worrisome, the fact that critical race theory has basically been astroturfed as an issue, or that the whole idea would ignite such a large portion of the population. Like there's a demand for it. There's definitely a supply for it. But the supply has got to find demand. And it found a lot of it.
2: Yeah, that was kind of surprising to me to see, you know, so much activity at these local school boards. Is that kind of what you're talking about? Is, yeah. Yeah. Is, is like we didn't know that our next door neighbors would be all up in arms about this kind of thing and that's what they are i mean they're your next door neighbors
1: honestly i think a lot of it is just after a year of of covid and lockdown and everything it's it's a lot of people are just pent up and, and aggravated and this is something that they tapped into just like everything else
2: well but the other huge part of that that a lot of times we don't talk about i think we do but not a lot of other people do is fox news has been the driver of this whole thing
0: it's the most prominent driver but definitely not the only one.
2: Not the only, but I'm they're the ones that keep it going, keep to the forefront. If
0: Fox didn't exist though, Facebook still would. True. And YouTube videos still exist. Fox is the is traditional media's biggest player. But I think Facebook groups have lit up with this probably tenfold in what you hear on Fox News.
2: Well, yeah, but I'm what I'm saying, the Fox because they have news in their name, it portrays some legitimacy. So if somebody hears something on Facebook, it's like, yeah, they'll probably take that into consideration. But God dang, it's been on Fox News. It's got to be true. I think after a while, people don't realize where,
1: or even remember where they saw something. at yeah, they just remember they saw it, whether it was on Fox News or on Facebook
2: or on, you know, whatever.
0: It, ta- it tapped into something, obviously, though. Mm-hmm. It Absolutely tapped into it.
2: Yeah, there was a graphic I saw somewhere. I meant to share it with you guys. They kind of showed these things that the Republicans have tried to get traction on. Mm. You know, like the previous to this, it was a transgender thing. So like on the graph, it would kind of tick up for a little bit and then it would peter out. Mm. And then whatever the other one was before that, you're going to tick up and then peter out. This one has continued to go up. So yeah, there is something deeper that it's tapped into And I do think it's the white Christian nationalism. Ding. Because also it's supported in their churches as well. So it's not just Fox News, but their preacher is talking about this from the pulpit. And, you know, he's got the direct link to God right there. So it's got to be got to be bad.
1: I just have to say, I, your, your chart sounds really interesting, but since you can't remember whether you saw it on Facebook or Fox, I, I don't know if I can trust it. So,
2: <laughs> I, just, just, I saw I, it on Twitter. It was it on Twitter. Just going to let that one go. It was a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's the scary thing Is is tapped in so deeply and consistently. I mean, it's not died off in the least. So I figured out why when you say white
0: Christian nationalism, it bugs me. Hmm, it bugs you. Yeah. It seems too easy. And like that's a group that you don't like lo- that you don't like. And I don't like them either. But it assigns everything to that way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And I don't think this my, it's a my suspicion that critical race theory isn't just those folks, but it's non-white Christian nationalist people that you may not know. If you talk to somebody at work about critical race theory, I think you are far less likely to get a positive response than you probably think. I think a lot of non-Christian nationalist white people are exercised about this and don't want to talk about it and aren't just doing it because uh, you know their church rile them up. There's a lot of people that are at these meetings and getting interviewed on the street, and they're not necessarily the church-going types. Yeah. So you
2: don't it have makes it feel like there's type to be a, a a Christian nationalist.
0: Yeah, they don't think of themselves as that, and they they're not evangelical. No.
1: So it's not that they don't want this taught to their children. They don't they don't think it's real. Uh, they think it's false. They they don't want something false taught to their children basically it's not like this is the truth they just don't want to shatter their children's dreams uh they, they don't want their children exposed to it it's well it's that and, they think and it, that you're lying to their children and brainwashing them against america
2: yeah i mean that's the disconnect because they don't know what actually critical race theory is nobody does i uh,
0: no, you know what it is it's an invented controversy. To rile up the
2: rubes. Right, it has nothing yeah. to do with what it actually is. Right, exactly. And that's, now, that's the problem is, so the run-of-the-mill person just hears that word, doesn't have a clue, and probably doesn't have the time to really research to find out what it, what it actually is. I mean, you know, if you're really... They beat us on messaging because now
1: any time that you talk about race critically, boom, they can shut the
0: whole thing down under this umbrella. Oh, no. We dealt with that back in 21, remember? Nope. Can't talk about it. True. But again, you're trying to argue on the merits of critical race theory. Two years from now, if you bring up race in a critical way, somebody's going to
1: go, just like fake news. Hey, fake news. That's fake news. That's critical race theory. Can't talk about it.
2: That's their whole strategy, is to shut down the conversation on on race entirely.
0: Well, they don't shut it down. They've changed it. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, so then anybody that wants to talk about critical race or, you know, with, on race or diversity or whatever, they're the racists. They're the yeah. racists. The next
1: thing they're going to do is they're going to say that we've taken critical race theory and we've now pivoted with a, with a power grab towards gender. It, it'd be the next thing that they're talking about. Just to
0: shut that down. I don't think the, the critical race theory thing is going to die anytime soon, though. And the reason why is because it's working.
2: It is. Yeah. Oh it yeah, is, it's got it's got roots. It's
0: got it, it's yeah. got it, it's it's got traction. traction. And yep. I don't think the stereotype of a white Christian nationalist is the only person that it's got traction with. No. And that's the that's the part I that's the part that worries me. Like like their tent on this issue got bigger.
2: And that that is so let me ask you then. So uh, if if you took a poll on Democrats and Republicans, you think there would be a lot of in the Democrat category that would be against critical race theory?
0: Hey, you know, honestly, Jeff, it would be ha- it would be how you phrase the question. Yeah. Um, well, for sure, right? But like, because like, what would you be trying? Like, are you? Do you want to talk about critical race theory, or uh, how much should race be taught, and should there be should there be reparations? Yeah, and I mean like like
2: no. Now you're getting now you're getting off off the uh, the uh, the. Off the the trick- answer, answer, the circuit. Circuit. You can Point. say Point. how
1: many people the, right, would, right. would answer this question about abortion. It would, depends on how you ask it. You know,
2: Should a woman no, have a no, right I'm, to I'm, you know, her own autonomy versus should babies be killed?
1: You know, you're going to get no. a different response.
2: But no, but I, that's what I'm saying. So the question you would just ask on this is should critical race theory be discussed in the school? Period end of it you, you know you and would, then they you, would bring into their own their own understanding and baggage it would just be interesting to see where that would fall out democrat versus republican and
0: i don't think you'd like it well and i and i, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. think you'd like the answer because I, I think it'd be i think
2: it'd be over 50 percent. and that's yeah i wonder if I, somebody's I, done that study or survey
1: well it's the same thing if you asked you know, should should spirituality be taught in school what do you mean by spirituality? What's your definition of spirit? Same thing. What What do you mean by critical race theory? What's your definition of critical race theory? Because no, nobody just knows what that, anybody else is talking about. When, when
2: well, that's the problem. Exactly is is because the people that think they don't you know don't want it taught in school. Don't understand that it's not hmm. being taught in school. It never was intended to be taught in school. And but what? You know. But
0: Jeff. But Jeff. Why? Why, why is what? that message for? All of its lack of truth. Why is it hitting? Like, why is that issue finding traction for all its obvious uh, false origin story? The fact that it that it's that it's not an issue has been astroturfed. Like certifiable falsehoods but they still are lit up about it and it's still almost like a third rail and they make democrats talk about it and defend it and you know try to tell people what it really is and that it's not really taught in schools and like why does that message it's terrible for Democrats for all of those reasons. Oh, which is why they're using it, right? Right, which is why they shouldn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. But the there are there's a lot more people that are engaged with that idea and we need them to vote for us. But if they're attracted to that message, what's that say about the the people that, that are attracted to it the fact that so many people are are hooked on an obvious you know disingenuous marketing program but they're hooked just like people that are hooked on Q. yeah it, i think it, it's just it's
1: just the next fix it's just the next hit it's make America but it's great way again throw the wall lock her up you know it's just it's just the next in a long yeah. line of mantras.
2: yeah i guess i guess i'm still not all that convinced that it's 50% of democrats would would say they're anti CRT
0: maybe not 50% of democrats but well over 50% of america i i think well over
2: and and there would be shades. I mean, there's some, I'm sure if you did the survey, you know, where they do, you know, strongly disagree, agree, you know, all those kind of things. There's going to be shades on that because I think there's a lot of people that just like, I really don't, you know, I hear it in the news. I just don't know what they're talking about. I think there'd be a lot of people that fall into that. I don't know category.
1: Hmm.
2: If they're I mean, honest, if they're yeah. honest.
0: Well, I was just gonna say I don't think people tell the truth. Yeah,
2: <laughs> on surveys about race all the time.
0: That's just mm-hmm. a just a sneaky suspicion.
2: Yeah, depends on if the survey was like a person to person or, you know. Yeah, what people a...
0: say and you know what they do, little, little different.
1: Who wants the opinion of people that don't know how to get out of doing surveys? You know. <laughs>
0: If anybody calls for a survey now, though,
2: I I chime in. Yeah, ho- hopefully they identify themselves so. very quickly, though. Otherwise, I don't have a lot of patience for phone numbers I don't recognize. Yeah, that's true, too. That's true, too.
1: So, who's got a recommendation? All of us. Ah, we Who all wants to do.
0: go first this week? I'll go first. Well, okay, you go first.
1: I, since I, well... I didn't. I technically had two when I didn't have none last week. But I'll I'll go first this week. New podcast, actually an old podcast that came back. Uh, Y'all remember Conversations with God with uh, Tony? Yes. Yes. uh, uh, Australian, hilarious. Well, I didn't know if you knew. Tony died, and apparently God wanted to reboot the podcast, so he brought Tony back to life after eighteen months. So him and Tony. (laughs) All right, Jesus. Thirty-six hours? That ain't shit, man. Tony's like eighteen months, son. So yeah, Tony and God are back at it again. It's it's been changed. It's now called God Chat with God and Tony. So new logo, new name, new new everything. But he's he's back in his, it. It's always one of my favorite ones. It, it's short, hilarious, and coming from being the, the the one of the three of us that does the editing and the, all that stuff on this podcast, the amount of production work that goes into one of his.
0: Super impressive. Ridiculous. Super impressive. All the
1: voices and the music and everything. Time-consuming for a 15 to
0: 20-minute podcast.
1: Uh, Big time. Very, impressive. But
0: yeah, I'm glad to see uh, that he's back at it again. I got a podcast recommendation. What you got? It's called Who's Flying the UFOs? Uh And it is the latest episode of What is Happening
2: with Chris Hayes. Oh, Um, Oh, I like his podcast. Yeah.
0: So there's been... I don't know. Last couple of years, a lot more kind of credulous stories on UFOs, video talk of government reports and uh, stories in air quotes reputable publications, like the New York Times. Exactly. I'm doing a daily episode about it just this week. There is well, I it might maybe it's about this New Yorker article um, called "How the Pentagon Started Taking UFOs Serious." Exactly. So it's an interview with that same guy, and I was struck about midway through how he talked about how UFOs have always been kind of seen and they've always kind of matched just a bit of technology that they don't understand or kind of like, hmm, when we didn't understand fire, there is a fire guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and right, right. You know, and then there's the rain god and the sun god, and you know, as you explain those things, the notion of God changes and becomes just that other level of things you don't understand. Yeah,
1: yep. God used to live on top of a mountain until somebody climbed that mountain. Now God lives in the sky. Yes,
0: correct, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> and now that we can get up in the sky, it's it's beyond the sky, on another plane of existence. Everywhere. Okay. Yes. You know well, you know what? the writers, they're not getting there yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it did kind of like put the whole thing into perspective, like, huh, So this is just another episode of kind of religious e kind of bs that we don't understand, and we just haven't been able to really debunk yet, or it's a technical glitch, but there's nobody really serious about ufos but it's a really entertaining pod and i recommend you yeah there's what it.
1: 144 incidents and i think they were able to definitively take one off the list 143 are still unexplained
0: yeah i mean do your research down yeah. they're out there well they're closer than you think <laughs> there it's right they always are they're watching but, yeah, us just every, like everybody God.
2: has always thought that there's like creatures driving these things is like, why would they necessarily have to do that? Can't they just be like drones like we, you know, or unmanned craft that we send out? Maybe it's just like a more
0: sophisticated Voyager. Voyager one right now, or two is outside the solar system. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. But there's no human on there. So
0: why? Right. Exactly. Right. You know, and that's a relatively, not even relatively, that's a dumb machine. You got more technology in your smartphone. Oh yeah,
2: right. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: But that's what makes it all the more amazing that it's like the Energizer Bunny. It's still going. Of, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: But all so this is, is, is due, due to the Pentagon just basically released a bunch of UFO information that that they had. Uh, they made it all public, and it's not they don't they don't call them UFOs anymore. What, what, what's what's is... what's right?
0: Right? Yeah, they have a it's, new name. Um, I can't remember now. Un. Unexplained.
1: Unexplained something. I, I, uh, yeah. Better have,
0: you know, I don't remember. It better have a good acronym or it's not going to be, it's not going to be. Well, obviously we've we proven it it's not as good as UFO
1: because we remember that one. But <laughs> exactly. I can't, can't remember the new, UATs or something like that. Marketing yeah, fail. Yeah, I can't remember. It's bad name though. So, so what you reading, Jeff?
2: Uh, I'm going to take a little diversion here. So, yeah. So you guys not, uh, last time gave me grief. That I hadn't listened to the Day X series on the daily. Yes. So I took a little trip to Florida for a conference, and so I had some time to listen to podcasts. So I listened to actually part five first, Ooh. Um, <laughs> which is a final. Got yeah Well, I mean, you know how. <laughs> like on on my car screen that shows up first is like well i'm going to take the easy route and then i can always go back but that one just blew my mind in not a good way no. um and and so it makes me want to go back and i've i started listening to, i think i'm up to number 3 now um but what's frightening is the parallels to what's going on now like one thing i didn't realize i guess I must have overlooked it in the news when it happened is back in sometime in 2020. I can't remember where they had um, a a bunch of protesters trying to storm their um, Reichstag. I don't know if I'm saying that right, which is like their main building. It's like their Congress. It's like, yeah, yeah. Um, And so like certainly shades of, January 6th. Um,
0: and also... There was another uprising that at
1: that building uh, uh, a few years back.
0: Been busy. Yeah. Um, been busy, yeah. something that right knives. Uh, something to do with yeah. knives. Yeah. Um, so, given our conversation on critical race theory, did you not see the parallels of a generation yes. who is tired of being taught about the Holocaust? Yes, and be as tired of hearing about how uh, Germans are were unfairly cast as racists and murderers, and we talk about the Holocaust too much, and we want a strong Germany again, and all the things you hear mm-hmm. when when critical race theory is mentioned. It's and mm-hmm. that's one of the that's. It's actually that podcast is what made me think, you know, there's more of them out there. Yes. Similar to what is going on there. And that's a, from a cultural standpoint, that seems like a way bigger problem. And I don't know what, like, how do you fight that?
2: That's the thing, is because, you know, like, like, What's happening here too is this is coming from the inside. In our case, it's a party that's in power. You know, um, in Germany, at least to this time, it's it's they're they're not the army
0: and the army and police not comforting. Yeah.
2: well, for sure. But I mean, it's it's not like half of your political party, though. At you know where it is here. You know, because we found two Republicans that voted on this last um, um, for the select committee for the select committee, yeah, to to investigate January 6th. Only two. That was House Republicans. Did, That's
1: not senators. That's House Republicans.
2: Right, well, House Republicans. Right. And and where the where were the rest of them? They were down on the Mexican border with Trump. Suck it up to Trump. You know, and and so. That's what makes this even more scary, is it's not just coming from the inside with the military and the police, but it's with, you know, half of the political party that, that is eerily on the cusp of taking control back again.
0: And Don, I thought you were going to talk about, you know, it could happen here. Yeah, that, I was going to say, I could throw that out, too, as far as... Uh, oh, an, yeah,
1: another, it is happening here. Uh, well, that's the name of another podcast. It uh, it can mm. happen here. It's the same guy that, that hosts Behind the Bastards, and he made this back in 2019. He put this together. It's six, seven episodes. I think the longest one's about an hour and 15 minutes. Most of them are 30 to 45 minutes. And it was interesting to listen to it because it was all pre-COVID, so... The way 2020 played out did not come into the podcast at all because he did not foresee, you know, obviously that. But just him yeah. talking about what possibilities could uh, lie uh, in the future. It was, it was a podcast that I could listen to now because it, we're not that we're past it, but Trump's out of office, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, and it, we're. I could I could not have listened to that podcast
0: in 2019. I'll put it that way. Don't tell Mark you listen to that. Yeah, he's gonna think I made you. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I, I found it. Like I said, I was. I think it was Austin that uh, recommended that podcast in one of our uh, meetups, one of yes, our yeah, virtual exact, meetups, yeah. and and I, yep. I, I kept a mental note of that and and had been listening to it and, and. I mean, there's almost 400 episodes of that podcast, and I, I've I've been hitting it pretty heavy. It's it's a good podcast, but, and then he mentioned this podcast about. And it's all about a possible second American Civil War. Can't happen. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Yeah. Gonna I, happen. Heard a, <laughs> I heard a guy on a podcast I, said
0: that's. I know this is uh, Yeah. story.
2: Wow.
0: But do you know the historiography? I can't even say it. <laughs> historiography. I'll put it
1: this way. Like I said, it was seven episodes. I, I stumbled across it last night. I finished it today. So I, I I've wow. went through all that's pr- that's the whole thing. Binging. Yeah, pretty quick. But very oh. interesting. So happy
2: listening, listeners! There we go, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's gonna join Jerry on the ledge.
0: Three more episodes to a hundred. Yep.
2: Can we make it? See you That's next older,
0: time. Older
1: All right, see you two weeks. Shoot him with my gun He made me mad The devil's bad The devil is a bomb But the the devil devil is my my friend friend. The devil is my friend Wherever I go The devil will go The devil is my friend And Godzilla is my friend Godzilla is my friend Wherever I go Godzilla Go Godzilla is my friend And Shredenko was my friend And Grishnick was my friend And Andropov He just popped off. Now Gorbachev is my friend And Francis Sinatra Is my (laughs) friend Patrick, old Frankie is my friend Love and lover. Rockets are my friends, Love and rockets hey. are my friends. <laughs> da da. Every one round the bend, and the Queen is my, is, da is, da my da is, is my friend, da and Harvey is my friend, and Jimmy, you know what I mean. We're somewhere at the party, yeah. and the devil yeah. is my friend, and the devil is my friend.